Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on, people? We are Tottenham TV back here for another tier list. It is that time of the month. It's time for the February performance tier list. Spurs have played three games in the month of February. We drew 2-2 with Everton at Goodison Park. We beat Brighton by two goals to one. And we lost to Wolves at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium by two goals to one. So one win, one draw, one loss. Not exactly the greatest month in our season. Definition of a mixed bag. Yeah, I think that is literally the definition (laughs) of a mixed bag. But... um, yeah, last month's tier list wasn't exactly the greatest either. So I guess we'll see where we go. I don't think we're going to have that many top performers in this month, to be honest. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see. No spoilers. But yeah, look, there is not many excellence, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, I thought. Uh, but look, let's get straight into it. We're going to go from Destiny a Doggy up first. I think he played two games this month, didn't he? Because he didn't play the Wolves game. Correct. He played Everton and he played Brighton. Uh, just bef- actually, just to let you know, like the the way the tiering works. Sorry, it's a bit of a mixed drag, but it's uh, zero to four point nine goes into awful. Five point five point four goes into not good. Five point five to six point four goes into okay. Six point five to six point nine goes into good. Seven to seven point four goes into very good, and then all the above goes into excellent. And then obviously the best rated player goes as our player of the month. But yeah, let's start off with Destiny Doggy. So Destiny, yeah, played the um, Everton away game uh, and the Brighton at home game. Um, he got an eight for the Everton game, and he got a seven for the Brighton game. So overall, um, and I gave him a six. I sorry, I gave him a six and a seven. So overall got a seven. So goes into very What good. did I give him? You gave him an eight for Everton. So I gave him an eight, you gave him a six? Yeah. Wow. Be a bit of a big difference there. He did get a good assist, but I didn't think he actually, I felt he didn't have the best game. But he overall <laughs> averaged out a seven between us. So it goes into very good. So I think it's my rating that's pushing him up into yeah. that very good probably. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with that. I think Destiny Doggy has been probably one of the better performers, albeit mm. not maybe his strongest month of the season, but definitely one of the better players of the squad this month. So Destiny Doggy goes into very good. Who do we have up next? 
Up next ben is Davis. Ben Davis. I mean, he played one game. He did play one game. And um, I think it was the sixes all round probably for Ben Davis. Average Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we can just put him straight into OK, I guess. Yep. Six is OK. So I think perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was, was OK. okay <laughs> he was OK against Wolves. Nothing yeah. too great. Nothing too bad. Um, just the standard Ben Davis display. Next up is Rodrigo Bentancor. And unfortunately, this is going to be... A bit telling of how bad Ben Tangle actually has been this month. He's averaged a 4.5. Wow. Is that he awful? Goes into... just bad, no, just, no, just he's an awful. He's, he's an awful. awful. Yeah. Oh, poor Ben Tangle. I feel bad putting him there because we know how much it's, you know, how how difficult it was for him to come back from injury. But I think there's no hiding that he hasn't been good this month. He's been, I think, taken off early in every game. Yeah. Um, apart from the Wolves game where he came on. Uh, off the bench and didn't really impact the game too much uh, off the bench. He has come out recently saying, you know, he knows he's not in his best form, but he feels like it will be coming sooner rather than later. So look, I believe in Ben Tancor, but I, look, we, we can only say what we're seeing. And unfortunately, he just hasn't had a good month. But better months to come for Rodrigo. 100% sure. certain sure. of that. The quality of the play. He's just not showing his true levels at the moment. He's, like you said, he's spoken about him coming back a second time from a long injury. He's had nine to 10 months out in total. And I think that that's going to take its toll on any player, to be honest. So I think that's what we're seeing with Rodrigo Bentancor. Next up Lewis is Saar, I think. Pape Mate Saar. Um, I think he's had a good month. He's returned from the AFCON in, in a good, rich vein of form. And the last game against Wolves wasn't great, but I think the other games were, were pretty good. Obviously, he probably got came on against Everton. best player against Brighton when yeah. he uh, obviously scored the goal. Everton, he came off the bench, uh, had a pretty decent cameo, but overall 6.5. 6.5, so he gives him good, goes into good. Yeah, I think that's fair representation. I think he, he I think he's made an impact when he's come back. Um, uh, he's definitely helped us. I don't think he's been like extraordinary but yeah I think he's been pretty good he's probably been our best midfielder to be honest I think it maybe we'll go into it later but yeah our midfielder struggled a bit over the last few yeah, games definitely has and I think look Pape Sar, I was a bit disappointed with his performance at Wolves in the Wolves game um, but the game before that he was the best player on the pitch so mm. again I think there's better months to come from Pape Sar, but he is easing his way back in and uh, one of our if not our best performer in the midfield so credit to him for that next up is Manuel Solomon he hasn't played so he goes into can't judge yeah eagerly awaiting his return um, after that is Kuti Romero Cuti Romero overall 6.7 for Cuti so he Romero. goes into good as well he goes into good I think he's been a lot yeah I think he's played quite well obviously we gave we both gave him eights against Brighton and then we gave him sixes against Everton and Wolves um obviously Everton that costly mistake mm. right there in the header that led to led to Bramford's goal marked him down a bit yeah I thought against Wolves I don't think there was too much wrong but we had a lot of difficulties containing Wolves, um, so uh, it wasn't a great defensive display. But yeah, I, I don't think he's been bad. I don't think he's one of one of our worst players. I think he's been all right when he has played. Was he the best player last month, if I remember correctly? Or one he got or... he got Player of the Month for, yeah. for January. Yeah. So look, it's not it's not to those levels that he was last month, mm. but um, I still think he's performing at a pretty good level. Cuti Romero. Next up is Pedro Porro. Obviously, he was out for the last game, so played the two previous games. Again, Pedro Porro has taken a, a bit of a dip in form, probably in the last month. He hasn't mm. reached those heights that he has been for the majority of the season. I think it's like his on the fo- on the ball displays and the way he's impacted to dictating the tempos of the games like he likes to do and his attacking displays have kind of diminished a little bit. Yeah, overall 6.3. So I guess that's that okay. Okay, Goes yeah. into okay. Um, gave him a seven against 
Everton and a six against Brighton. I gave him two sixes. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's been... I think defensively, he's still been good. So I don't think it's been like he's been like a liability. But Pedro Porro's biggest assets is what he gives on the ball. And he just hasn't been giving us the, his his highest asset mm. uh, over the last few few games. So yeah, it's probably why he's got a lower rating. I know he's recovering from injury. Uh, but, you know, he said to everyone, don't sell him on FPL uh, mm. on social media. So hopefully these two weeks break would do him the world of good. Because he's played every minute pretty much from mm. the second game of the season up until this Wolves game, which he's mm. been out of the team for. So it's I think true. he's needed this break. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Brennan Johnson. I think this is going to be a, a bad one, to be honest. 5.3. 5.3. I think that goal in the last yeah, minute of the Brighton game him. is saving him. Definitely helped him because he got... Um, he's only We didn't give him a rain against Wolves. Did he not come on against Wolves? I can't remember. He um, started. Oh, uh, no. He no, he, he he came on late. Must have come on late because we didn't give him a rating. No, he did play. One. He did. He came on in the last ten minutes. We didn't give him a rating. We didn't give him a rating, but he got a three for the Everton game and then a seven for Brighton. Mm. Uh, I gave him a four for Everton and seven. So he just about scrapes into uh, into not into bad into not good or bad. Um, so not awful. I thought obviously he did make a bit of an impact in the Brighton game. Came on and scored, and uh, I guess that was it. But um, the Everton game, he was really bad. The Wolves game didn't really do much. Yeah, look, he's starting to frustrate a lot of people. Let's be honest, Brendan. As much as I w- I'm continuing to back him, I do think he's, look, he's got qualities and I still think he's getting used to his teammates and the players and all these different aspects. The truth of the matter is, um, when he, when we give him the ball on the right-hand side, he's just not doing enough with it. That is the truth. And he needs to up it. I'm one of Brendan Johnson's biz- biggest advocates, to be honest. I was really excited when we signed him. Um, at the beginning, when people started to doubt him, I, I was always one of his biggest supporters, saying the guy needs time um, and everything like that. But even I'm getting really frustrated with him at the moment, to be honest. And I still believe in him. I still think he'll come good eventually. But it's just not what we need at this moment in time, at this point of the season. And um, if he didn't get that goal in the last minute against Brighton, he would be an awful because he was awful in that game when he came on. Yeah. Kulisevsky up next. Um, Another goal, a goal saving him maybe in the last game against Wolves. A really good uh, individual effort from him. I don't think he's been at his greatest this month either. We gave him a 6.2. 6.2. So he also goes into okay. Uh, I, I probably, I saved him for that because I gave him two sevens and a six. You gave him um, a four, six and seven. Mm. Uh, you gave him a four against Everton. Well, obviously he got the assist for Sars goal. Actually, I thought he was playing quite well against Brighton when he got taken off. So he was a bit unfortunate in that game. Yeah, I felt like in that Brighton game, I thought he was poor in the first half. And then when he got taken off, it was as he was getting into the game, it was a really nice pass for the goal. Um, it was just unfortunate for him because if he would have stayed on the pitch, you never know, he could have ended up with a really good performance, but he was only just about getting into the game. And then Wolves, you both gave uh, him sevens. Obviously, he scored a really nice goal in that game. Um, obviously, the performance overall from the, from the attacking team wasn't great. I think Decky will concede as well. He didn't have his best game, but did score a nice goal. Watching back, that was a really uh, hard mm. goal to score and he did really yeah. well. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's at his best. Um, I think okay is probably fair because I don't think his performances have been good. I think they have been okay. He has been contributing, but you know we know he's got levels above what he's showing. But again, like if he doesn't score that goal against Wolves, he probably gets bumped down a level. Mm. Uh, that's the reality of it. And I think Decky, it's been too long where he's just been on the periphery. I know like he plays well some games. He, he's not consistent enough for me and he needs to get back to those levels. I, I know we've said it for so long now to get back to those levels of what he was in those first six months under Conte. And he just hasn't been able to replicate that in a Spurs shirt. I think before maybe 
I think before the new year, he was actually having a pretty good season. But I do agree. But it's still since, not to those levels, though, is it? Yeah, maybe not to those levels, but I've always been playing really well. But I, then, I do agree, since the turn of the year, it's not been great from him. Next up, Fraser Forster. He'll go into can't judge. He yeah. hasn't played a minute this whole season. Ryan Sessegnon. Is that Ryan Sessegnon? Yeah, Ryan Sessegnon. Yeah, Ryan Sessegnon as well hasn't played a minute, I don't think. Or he actually Did he come on in one game? He came on against... Burnley, oh, but that Burnley. was in January. Yeah, that was a while ago. Obviously, yeah. he's injured again now. Um, so, yeah. I, do you reckon we've we've seen the, uh, his last game in a Spurs shirt? I mean, the guy just can't stay fit. Um, under twenty ones, he came in and he lasted half an hour mm-hmm. from the start. I mean, it's the sad yeah. case for Ryan Sessegnon. As much as like, even when he was on the pitch, he had a, a couple of moments under Conte, didn't he? When he looked like he could be uh, announcing himself finally as a Spurs player, but I mean. He got that injury after Ben Tankor got the injury, and it was a ha- before actually, mm. and it was a hamstring injury. And like Ben Tankor's come back from an ACL and another injury before Ryan Cessna's come back. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, it's mad. Next up is Lacelso. Giovanni Lacelso. I don't think he's played this month, has he? Um, I think he came off the bench against Wolves. That was his first appearance back from injury. I don't think there was a rating given, so can't judge. Yeah, so Lacelso in can't judge. Next up is Bissouma. Eve Bissouma. Yeah who came on in the Brighton game, who I thought looked really bright when he came on. And then he had a bit of a poor performance in the Wolves game. I thought you were quite harsh on him. I didn't think he was that bad against Wolves. I thought it was like, obviously he wasn't as good as um, we know he can be, but I thought out of the midfielders, like he would like, he was doing quite a lot of good work. I felt actually like in terms of defensively, but on the ball, he just, for some reason when he's on the ball now, it's just not the same at all. Yeah. Like he can't, do the same things anyway. But maybe it's because I'm trying to rate him in accordance to what he showed in the first 10 games of the season. Yeah, We've never seen anywhere close to those levels of Basuma. And in the number six for Ange Postacoglu and for what we need, we need that level of Basuma. Mm. Like this level of Basuma is not good enough for me. Mm. And you're looking at that goal we conceded, the second goal. I thought he was pivotal in conceding that goal. He gave the ball away. He got back and credit to him, but he just left the man completely free in the middle of the box. Well, we gave him a 5.8, which is... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What, not good? 5.8. Yeah. Okay. Okay, just goes into okay. Look, he did have a good performance off the bench against Brighton. Yeah, I think so. that cameo saves him. Next up is Timo Werner. Um,. I think he's played his part in every game yeah. this month. I don't think he's pulled up any trees. I don't think he's been terrible. I'd probably say he goes into okay, I guess. 
5.7, yeah. So, just okay. About okay. Just about. Yeah. Just about. Yeah, it's not been a great month after, which I thought was a pretty positive January for him. Uh, you know, getting a few assists and getting involved in a few things. Uh, he just hasn't had really impacted games very well in this month. That's the truth. Um, when he has started, I thought when he came on against Wolves, he was pretty anonymous. Uh, wasn't especially he came on up front, didn't he? Didn't really uh, impact the game. He got moved out to the left fairly quickly. Moved, yeah, yeah, and he looked a bit better on the left, but still. Uh, his final delivery has been um, frustrating, to say the least. And I felt like in that Everton game, because I was sitting there right there where he was running down that left wing and like he was getting in some good positions. But every time he gets the ball in those positions, and it's not just the Everton game, it's actually pretty much majority of games he's played for Spurs. His end product is just so frustrating mm. every time. Uh, but anyway, that is Timo Werner. He's in okay. Next up is Big Vicario. And I imagine he's going to have a good rating. Um, actually, it's the corners against Everton that was str he struggled with in the first mm. half. But I think after that, you know, he's played pretty well this month. Yeah, overall a seven out of 10 so what very good very good yeah yeah I think he's yeah I think he's been one of the stronger performers I know he got a lot of criticism there was a lot of focus on him after that Everton game but I think in reflection you know he struggled in the first half but then did overcome it in the second half and then since then um, I think he's made some crucial saves to really keep us in games against the likes of Brighton and Wolves as well um, he's been a lot busier than he has been in previous months as well so I think if it wasn't for Vicario uh, we probably wouldn't even have four points in this yeah. month uh, so I think he has had a good month yeah Emerson Royal up next he's played one game wasn't a very good game so I imagine he goes into not good 4.5 4.5 awful goes into awful I, yeah. I thought he was awful to be honest against uh, Wolves I thought he I don't think he did anything that was uh, that should have given him a good rating pretty much I thought for the, I thought for the second goal he was horrific I know Neto is very difficult to deal with but you got a um, you got to slow him down somehow. You have to try and make things difficult. He made things so easy for uh, Neto. And I just thought on the ball, giving the ball away, playing out of play, just hampered our play in the build-up so much. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, but I would say that he did make quite a, a number of important interceptions and blocks that could have been even more goals for Wolves. He did make, yeah, he made a couple of blocks in the box, to be fair to him. So fair enough. Yeah, that's the only, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to find something yeah. positive. That's the only thing I can find. Next up is Brian Hill. I don't think he's played a minute this Brian month. Brian Hill, nope. No rating this month. He goes into can't judge. Next up is James Madison. Madison. I, I think with James Madison, we've given him a seven every game. I think Apart from the last game. What was he get six? Well, you gave him a five. I gave him five. Um, overall, 6.3. So, okay. I mean, the Wolves game really did hurt him because you're right. You gave him two sevens and then a five. Yeah. And I think uh, that's fair. I think that's fair because, you know... When you're playing a team like Wolves, you need someone like Madison to pick that lock. Mm. And every time Madison was getting it, he was just, I don't know, just trying to pass it around, pass it around, pass it around. And with someone like him, like he's got that quality to either find that incisive pass or take a shot from 20, 30 yards. You know mm. what I mean? He's got the quality to do that. I would have put him in overall like good. I thought he's had a pretty good return. Obviously, it's not to maybe the same level as before the injury. I still think he's actually put in some really good performance. Like, I thought Everton away, you know, he, put, he was really good. And I thought Brighton at home, he put in a good performance. But yeah, Wolves away, he was a bit lackluster for sure. Um, so I think OK is a tad harsh, but look, can't argue with the ratings. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> Let's go to Richarlison. Two goals against Everton. And that's the only goals he scored this month, isn't it? He didn't get one against Brighton. Didn't get one against Wolves. And I think against Brighton, 
I can't remember what I gave him as a rating, but I think I was a bit frustrated with him against Brighton and against Wolves. I did think he did some good things against Brighton, but I think it was a kind of mixed bag. But I think I gave him the benefit of the doubt that game. But against Wolves, I think I rated him down for it. So I imagine he goes into good. Yeah, 6.7. Mm. Uh, obviously, we both gave him nines against Everton. Great, uh, great brace. Two great finishes as well. Yeah, uh, I was... I, I wasn't like totally happy with this Brian game, but I thought it was a lot better. He was coming in for a lot of criticism. I actually, didn't, and he like he set up a few chances. He was doing things good, but against Wolves, he was definitely um, frustrating. Yeah. Back, back to his uh, frustrating worst, I would say against Wolves. So, both get you both gave him fours against Wolves, so that marked him down quite a bit. So, doesn't make it into very good, but I think good fair. I think it's good is fair for Richarlison. Mickey Van der Ven up next. I think he's had a good month. He's probably been our best player this month, to be honest. What's he well, saying? 7.7. 7. Is that so, the best so far? That's excellent. Yeah, excellent. That's excellent. 7.7 7 gave an 8, against, sorry, 9 against Everton, a 7 against Brighton and an 8 against Wolves. I gave him an 8 against Everton and two sevens. But oh, look, overall, yeah, I think he's been consistent. He's been, uh, he just... He's just so consistent with his actions and he's so hard to um, to beat when you're like running towards him and he clears up so many long passes over the top. Like there's so many things that Van der Ven, Van der Ven does which probably go unnoticed, but if um if he's if it's someone else there in his position, it probably ends up being a very good chance. And that's just what he brings to the team. Have you got the stats there for each player of the month that we've given so far this season? I actually don't know. because uh, it'd be interesting. So I think Van der Ven probably tops the lot so mm. far I mean he's definitely running close for our player of the season isn't he definitely I think he's barely put a foot wrong barely had a bad game since he's come into the team even in when he's playing badly he doesn't make mistakes really he just mm. maybe gets caught out of position or something but like he's just so valuable to the back line with his uh, physical attributes it's brilliant so yeah 7.7 a really good month for him big up Mickey uh, next up is Sonny first game back was against Brighton obviously came on and won us the game with that brilliant assist showed Timo Werner what to do in one cross than what he tried to do all game pretty much and um, in the last game, he was a bit poor, though. So to average that both out, he probably goes into good. 6.5. Yeah, just about into good. It was very close to being okay, by the way. Yeah, very close. Yeah, I thought he had a great cameo against Brian, albeit uh, Brighton, sorry, albeit, um, you know, it was maybe that assist definitely took him up a, a rating for sure. Um, but Wolves, he was, wasn't really involved in the game, unfortunately, mm. whether it be up front or on the left, he just really struggled to impact it. Yeah. Next up is Radu Dragushin. I don't think we've given him a rating, have we? Uh, nope. Because he's only Can't come judge. in in the last five, ten minutes of games. I think he came on against Everton and Brighton mm. for the last few minutes. But other than that, uh, Wolves didn't play. So, yeah. Can't judge. Next up is Pierre-Emil Hoybier. Pierre-Emil Hoybier. Um, he Has he started any games this month? I don't think he has. He started against Everton. Oh, he started against Everton. And then he, we haven't given a rating for Brighton or Wolves. Okay. Um, he must so have come on game. late. Yeah, he came on late. I don't. I thought against um, Wolves and Brian actually. I don't think he was great off yeah. the bench. Well, we've given him a f average of five. Well, because only one rating, but it not was a good. Five. And I do think that is a fair representation of his yeah. performances this month. To be honest, yeah. So he goes into bad, uh, bad which yeah. is Pierre Emohoibier. And who is that last player? Oli Skip. Ah, Oli Skippy. Uh, he hasn't played, has he? He hasn't played this month. No. So he goes. He came in off the bench at Everton, I think. That okay, 
but didn't, didn't yeah, really didn't do get, much, did he? So Ollie Skip goes into Can't Judge. And the last but not least is Ange Postacoglu, wow. who's come under criticism this month. A bit, yeah. Uh, we've given him a 5.8. Wow, that's definitely got to be his lowest rating of the season. Yeah, for sure. His lowest month. Was that, is that okay? Yeah, that goes into okay, Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, I don't think it's... We don't want to be any harsher than that. It's not the result to fall off a cliff, but they've obviously, with some inconsistencies, definitely gone into those results. Obviously, Everton away. We've got four points out of three games. The Wolves game was probably obviously the most frustrating one. Um, uh, you gave him fives for the Wolves game. For the Wolves game, Everton. As what well. would you have given him if you were giving ratings that game? What would I have given him? Yeah, I probably would have given him a five. Yeah, because mm. he didn't impact. The, he tried to impact the game positively. What, what I've noticed with Ange is that um, when we do this thing where we make a triple sub. It seems to like unbalance us a bit sometimes. I feel, I feel like maybe three is too many at one time. Mm. And I feel like he does it to try and give the more energy. And look, in theory, you should be able to make three subs. And if everyone knows their position, it shouldn't impact the dynamic of the team too much. But at the moment it is. Against Brighton, we made that triple sub. And I know two of the subs combined for the winner, but we were growing momentum and we made that triple sub. And all of a sudden, we um, started, the, the, the momentum switched. So... I think that the, the subs didn't weren't, weren't impacted well in that game. Against Wolves, he made a triple sub and we didn't look any better. Against Everton as well, we we I thought we actually had a quite a good second half. He made a few subs and we were under the cost for the last few minutes. So I do think the criticism is warranted, but I don't think we've been like terrible um, this month where he should get worse than okay in terms of level of performances. Yeah, I feel like as well, like when he has gone to a three at the back, it's never worked. Yeah, so Everton. Far. Everton at the latter stages, we go to a three at, at the back to try to close out the game. We concede. We didn't look good. Um, I think that's the only time he did it this month, but in previous months he has tried it as well, and it just hasn't looked good. So I'm not sure if that needs just more work on the training ground or it's just not a formation that's suited to his system. No, I, I wouldn't say. I think it's one he's used before and apparently had success with before. So I don't think it's a case of... Um, this will never work but yeah clearly we we like the we we we're more used to the four at the back and maybe it's just when we're playing with this three at the back with a few minutes to go like um it's difficult to readjust with mm. with not much time so maybe it just needs more time but i wouldn't just completely rule out yeah fair enough but that leads us on to our player of the month and as you know already it is going to be mickey van de ven i do think he's probably the only guy that you can't say you can't have any criticisms for out of the whole mm -hmm. squad probably I think he's been definitely head and shoulders our best player of the month the only player that went into excellent of anyone as well I think he's been the most consistent by far I think his level of performance he's the only one whose level of performance hasn't really taken a major dip to be honest recently so I think he deserves his flowers yeah, absolutely. So let's run through those tiers with you for the February performance tier list. So in Can't Judge is Manuel Solomon, Fraser Forster, Ryan Sessignon, Giovanni Lo Celso, Brian Hill, Radu Dragusin and Oli Skip. In Awful, unfortunately, is Rodrigo Bentancourt and Emerson Royal. In Bad is Brennan Johnson and Pierre-Emil Hoybier. In OK is Ben Davis, Pedro Porro, Dejan Kulitsevsky, Yves Bissouma, Timo Werner, James Madison and Ange Postacoglu. In Good is Pape Sarr, um, Kuti Romero, Richarlison and Sonny. In Very Good is Destiny, Udogi and Vicario. And in excellent, and our player of the month is Mickey van der Ven. Do you think mm. all of those are I've, fair? I mean, would you, on the eye test, maybe without looking at the ratings, would you change any of those players? 
The only one I probably would change is I'll just bump Madison up a rating. I think okay is a tad harsh, but I don't think he's been that great where I'm like shocked he's in okay. But mm. I do think he's maybe a good would have been a good reflection for Madison. But other than that, I actually think it's all pretty fair, to be yeah. honest. I don't really want to bump anyone. I or, kind of or, agree, to be honest. I think... Um, yeah, I agree. I've got no complaints. I mean, maybe Richarlison, that performance against Everton kind of gets him out of trouble a bit because last two performances haven't been great. But look, you can't, yeah, you can't discount the brace, you know? No, I know. That's mm. what I'm saying. That one gets him out of trouble because it was like literally like first of the month, second of the month. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've got no complaints about any of the other ones, to be honest. So that is our February performance tier list. Let us know in the comments section below. Do you agree with these tiers? Or if you disagree, let us know yours in the comments section below. But thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Like, subscribe, and comment. And as always, comment. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 